This is the Let's Roll Podcast with your host, Double R. What up, everybody? It's your host, the Roll from Double R, and this is the Let's Roll Podcast. Hey, what's been going on out there, everybody? Uh, I know I haven't been very consistent in getting uh, episodes out. Um, it's going to be hit and miss for the next month or to the end of the year. But I'm going to do my best to get episodes out. But today's episode is vote. And I'm going to talk about the challenges with voting for the disability. I'm also going to touch on a few other things about voting. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that and much more right after this. So I'm 52 years old. And I first voted when I was 18. Um, which was 19, uh, I'm going to say 88. Yeah. Yeah. 1988 or 1989, somewhere in there, I voted. And the first time I ever voted, I went with my dad. Now, we live in a rural area, um... So we don't live in the city or anything like that uh, when when I was able to vote. So I went with my dad, and our poll uh, station or place or whatever you want to call it was um, like in this little building. Um, I don't remember how accessible it was, but even back then, I, my, I was still able to have people help me get inside. I was in the manual chair. I definitely wasn't as heavy as I am now, and I'm not, you know, and I'm also in the power chair now. So accessibility is a little bit more um, required uh, now. But I do remember going to vote, and um, I voted for uh, the first President Bush. And, you know, voting at that age was... Like, oh, cool, I can go vote now. But did I follow politics? Did did I even know what I was doing? Not really. I mean, I just kind of followed my dad's lead at the time, you know. Um, and I will say this, for, for, most, for most young people, I would say that they don't really, you know, I'm going to say for most now, not all, but for most, I would say they just kind of have an idea about what, What's going on in the world? They probably don't follow follow um, politics the way they should, and um, so I had that same same deal. You know, I didn't really follow politics, and I you know voted for the first George Bush, and that you know my dad voted for him, and my dad was a Republican, and I was just following along what Dad was doing. You know. Um, I believe I voted for George Bush, I want to say, once. And then I didn't vote again until George Bush, W. George Bush, you know, the, the son. I didn't vote again until he ran. So I didn't vote for Clinton um, I voted for George H.W. Bush or whatever, whatever, whichever one it is, but the son. 
I voted for him twice. And I will tell you at the time, again, I didn't follow politics that that much. Uh, I wasn't really concerned about anything, you know. Now that I'm a, you know, by that, by that time I'm more of an adult and I'm more living, you know, my life and not really paying attention to anything. But the only thing that I could say that the reason I voted for George Bush was that he, I, I guess I like the no, no, what I perceived as the no nonsense attitude, and I and I and I like that about his dad. You know, don't mess with us. You're gonna mess with us. That's a mistake. You know that kind of deal. And then, of course, nine eleven happened, and under his watch, and he 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 gave us that. At the time, like people can debate how good presidents were. Or, you know, how, how well the party was or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the time, he did kind of rally us. Now, I'm not going to get into deep, deep into, you know, did he lie to us? Did we do this? Did we do that? Look, the way I look at the president presidency is there's going to be a lot of lying. There's going to be a lot of um, pers- uh, deceiving when it comes to politics. The way I pick my president is, at least now, would be more of what what are his, I don't want to say values, because values are different for different people, but does he have an overall basic value of people? You know, does he care about people? Does he care about things that need to change in this world? Um that, that I see need to be changed. And I, again, I'm trying to kind of trying to tread water here a little bit because I don't want to seem like I'm just one-sided on everything, which I'm not. I'm definitely not one side or the other. And I guess you would call me more of an independent because I could vote for Republican and I could re- vote for Democrat. I don't swing one way or the other, and I don't swing so far one way to the other. So I look at people, and I, at at that particular moment in time that I am looking at people, you know, I'm going, okay, out of these people, who do I, who, who, who do I think will do a better job, or who, you know, so. So all of my voting so far has been for Bush, both Bushes. Then we get to the year that Obama runs. Now, when we get to Obama, I felt like at that particular moment in time, okay, we need a change. We need a younger president. The color didn't have anything to do with it. Like most people go, you know, I, I had a boss that used to mess with me and say, uh, you voted for him because he was black. No, I didn't even care if he was black. I don't, I don't, that race has nothing to do with it. What I was looking at was we needed someone younger in office. We needed somebody that was more caring. And, and, and by, by the time we get to this point, the Republican Party are making changes and doing things that 
I totally disagreed with. And, and I, you know, you have one party that wants to kind of stay set in the past and, 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 and doesn't like change very much. And you have another party that's looking towards more towards the future. And I was more of, hey, let's look towards the future. Let's make things better for everybody. Now, are there extremes on both sides? Absolutely. Like, you have real extremes on the right and real extremes on the left. Doesn't mean I agree with everything that either party stands for. But but you have to weigh the... the, the um, You know, like you, what what is the saying? Um, you pick the lesser of two evils. My view right now is, Republican Party is way too evil. That might upset some people, and and I, and I, you know, again, this is a this is an opinion and a view of mine. I don't, I don't dislike anybody that wants to, you know, vote that way. That's that's. It's on them. They're allowed to vote that way. But when it comes to um, way, the way I look at things, it's like if one side is just going way off the deep end over here, then I'm looking to see what the other side is going to do. And my perception right now is that the Democratic Party is more about helping people than the Republican Party is. Now, their view of helping people is saying, well, you know, this side is doing this, and we're going to change those things because we don't want, we're helping you not to be um, whatever. I, again, I'm trying to tread water. I'm not trying to get deep into, into the weeds with this. So I get to Obama. Now, when I'm when I voted for when I voted for Bush Jr., I'll say Jr. just the son, the polling place changed for me because at that time I was living in a different area and that polling place was absolutely probably one of the best polling places that I've gone to in all my years because it was very easy accessible, good parking, good access, had no problem. And I voted at that particular place for the next eight primaries. So twice for President, uh, 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 President Bush, the son, twice for him, and twice for Obama. Now, throughout my voting, I never did the um, midterms elections. Didn't really pay attention to those. It was only, hey, when the president comes up, let's go. You know, that's when I voted. So primaries weren't really uh, a, uh, I mean, uh, midterms were not really on my radar at all. So we get, we get to President Trump. And he's running against Hillary. That's the only year I didn't vote. And I just didn't like either one. So I made the choice not to vote. 
Should I have voted? Yes. Um, but at that time, I just like I didn't like either one. I just you know, but even when somebody told me or when I, you know, was told or realized President Trump, I mean Donald Trump was running, I was just like, who would even vote for him? Boy, was I wrong. So then we get to, <clears throat> we go four years, and, you know, four years of Trump, and I just, I'm not going to say very much about that, because I've said a lot of those, my feelings about that in different uh, podcast episodes, but when it came time to for him to run again, and field was kind of wide open at first for the Democrat. And then it windle down to Biden. Would, Bi- would my, Biden be my choice right now? No. But here's, here's the issue that we look at, or at least I look at. I didn't like where the country was under the four years of Trump. And the one thing I will say about Trump that really did not want, you know, even me consider him to vote for him as he was not presidential. He was not respectful of anybody. Um, and it's very clear, has been very clear, he was all about him. And I felt like Biden was a better choice was way more presidential. He obviously has come across that he cares about people and wanted to make things better and get things better. And, you know, the way it was going under Trump at the time, it didn't seem like it was going to get very, it wasn't going to get good or, or better. And so I decided to vote, and I voted for Biden, and now here we are. Now, this is going to be the first time, well, oh, by the way, when, when I did vote for Biden, that was the very first time that I ever did mail-in ball, uh, ballots. And part of the reason was because of the pandemic. Uh, I didn't want to get out and, 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 and do whatever. I also tried to go um, to vote um, at my polling station, but the new polling station was terrible. It wasn't access- accessible. It was really bad, and I ended up doing the mail-in ballot. And then that's how I'm going to vote from here on out. I don't understand why people have a problem with mail-in ballots, um, especially when it comes to the disabled, the elderly, Uh, you know, people that are unable, physically unable to get to a polling station. Maybe they don't have transportation to a polling station. Maybe they live way too far away from the polling station. So I I would like for mail-in ballots to at least be available for for that criteria. Um, I don't know if if everybody should be allowed to mail-in, you know, mail-in 
Sorry about that, guys. A uh, little interruption there. So where was I? I was talking about that the polling place that I, I tried to go to was uh, not accessible by any means. Parking was in basically in, in the grass or we'll just say a field-like area. Um, the ramp, there was no ramp to get inside the place. And the reason I knew all this is because I had DJed at this particular facility before, but I was in a manual chair. So a manual chair was a little bit easier to have people pick up and, you know, pop a wheelie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the power chair, it just wasn't going to happen. So I was... Not going to do that, so I, I went to Melon Ballad. Ballad, and like I said, I I believe in Melon Ballads for people that need to require, you know, need not require but need it because of their circumstances, as far as disabled, the el elderly, uh, you're out of state at the time, you know, you're in the military, whatever, whatever the criteria are for Melon Ballad, uh, normally is is good and it should stay that way um i don't think melon ballad should be wide open to everybody now the one thing that i think that they did try during the pandemic that would make it even better in my opinion is drive up voting i don't see a problem with that um, I think it could be very easily done, which we proved that it was a very easily done. And so I think that that should be implemented. I also think this whole vote during the week thing or not having a national holiday for voting where, you know, you basically majority of the businesses shut down for one day. And and give you a good solid day for people to get out to go vote, or have it have it over a, a weekend, you know, have voting kind of, you know, have it more more than just one day. I think would also encourage people to get out and vote and and be a part of the voting process. But as we all know, both parties want to try to make it to where they can stay in power. Now, Republicans will try to limit uh, access to voting as much as they can and, and you know, this and that. Democrats want to make it so much, so, so easy for you to vote. That's how they try to stay in power. The more people get out there to vote, the more chances they have to stay in power. So I see it's a struggle. Now, when it comes to the two-party system, um, I think that's not going to change for a while. Like, it's going to be a long time before we get to a system that's more than two-party. And I also don't think a lot of things will get accomplished or change even with the two-party system until the older generation is not not in in power anymore. And you can so slowly see that as younger and younger and younger uh, people are running 
and getting involved in politics that that change is going to come. And then I'll become the old man that thinks, well, everything should have been this way. Well, see, I'm a little bit different in that aspect because I don't mind change. I don't mind we have to, uh, like, in other words, I don't mind change because we, we need to change. Like, that's that's when I don't mind it. Like, you, we need to change. That's okay. When it drastically changes, that's a little bit different. I have a hard time dealing with, you know, sudden change. But when it's gradually coming and it's been coming, I'm okay with that change. So it is, you know, it, it's not gonna it, it's not gonna change until the older generation is no longer in power in politics. So, like I said, this time around, I'm actually gonna vote, or I already. As of this recording, I have already cast my ballot. My ballot wins Melden, and I've already cast it. And I think it's a very important time to, you know, it, the, the old cliche of, well, this is the most important election ever. Well, that's pretty much every year. Elections are important, and voting is important. So... Give out and do your part. Even if you are young and you don't really follow politics, just get, you know, just Google some things. Google certain things that you, that, that are, you're interested in. You know, like equality, you know, or the use of marijuana, you know, you know, things like that, that, that things that you see that affect you now and that you you would like to see change, then get out and vote and vote for the people that are help going to make that change. Um, I am older now, and I will say this. I want to do my part to make it a better place people now your opinion about what is better and what is not can vary I want equality for people I want I want rights to be protected I want common sense to play a part of a decision making um, and let's try to get away from all this disrespect disrespect hate and violent uh, speech you know when you have the freedom and the right to go vote you have the freedom of speech you're not a you're not you don't have freedom from consequence so you voting you not voting they both have consequences. But I do encourage people to get out and vote. It's coming up Tuesday. Go vote. Do your part. And for those that became citizens and wanted to be a part of this country, 
why would you not exercise that right? It is better for you to exercise your right than not exercise it. And I know you get, you get the argument saying, well, I have the right to vote and I have the right not to vote. You absolutely do. But if you're given the right, are you really using the right when you're not using it? Like, not doing it is not using it. If that makes sense. At least it made sense in my head. <laughs> but yeah, there are struggles and things about me, especially being disabled, you know, being able to get to a voting, uh, you know, uh, a poll place to go cast my vote, you know, is it accessible? You know, the main thing is, it, is it accessible? Is it easy to manage? You know, even when I did vote, the few times that I remember voting, um, uh, you know, the machines were, some of the machines were too tall for me. Um, for So from now on, I will be doing mail-in ball ballots. And, and I, again, my, my message in this episode is going to be this. Do your part, exercise your right, and vote. It doesn't matter who you're voting for. Uh, you vote for the person that you believe will do the better job. But in my opinion, if the person you're voting for is not really making it a better place for all, not for some, but for all, you shouldn't be voting for them. With that being said, again, go out and vote. Do your part. Make it happen. And we'll see what happens after it's all said and done. Uh, as always, you can go check us out at the Let's Roll Podcast.com. Uh, we also, you can find us on YouTube now a lot easier with at youtube.com slash at the Let's Roll Podcast. Um, that is the new handle to find the uh, YouTube channel and we upload we upload every Saturday old old episodes of the podcast um, I am gonna get a little bit better at putting some stuff out here but I wanted to do this episode because voting was coming up I want to give my thoughts on that and much more on voting so I'm sure I'll do another episode or two about voting and you know in the future when whenever voting comes up and uh, always be safe out there, guys. As always, until next time, let's roll. Hey, this is Paula, and you're listening to the Let's Roll podcast with host Double R. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. Find links in the description below or at the Let's Roll Podcast.com.